Hi, today we start study number five here, or message number five, fifth part of this study on the subject of time and uh, seasons, reminding you that God has allocated us a framework called time. And in that framework of time, there are seasons that we change from one season to the other. Seasons come and seasons go. Um, but God has given us opportunity to fulfill his will, to seek his face, to love him, to serve him, give him all we've got, to accumulate also, in a sense, blessings in heaven for eternity. So what is done in time has eternal ramifications. We're going to read from verse 1 and then go down, just verse 1 and then go down to verse 4. And it says there, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. And verse 4 says, there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and a time to dance. Verse 5 says, there's a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. And a time to embrace and a time to refrain. We'll just skip down to verse 11 again, just to remind us that time is within the context of eternity. And that verse 11 says, He has made everything beautiful, that is, God has made everything beautiful in its time. He's also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. So let's just have a quick look at this. There's a time to mourn. Look at the Hebrew word there and a time to dance and see what we can come learn from that that's applicable for us today. The things I feel like God has laid on my heart related to my life and to the life of the church, you and being a member of the church. The One of this verse 4 is closely linked to verse 3 where there's a time to weep and, and a, a time to laugh. It's not quite the same thing. When we look at the, the Hebrew words here for for uh, for mourn, and we look at the Hebrew word for dance, we'll see what I mean by that. The, the Hebrew word for mourn, this word safat, it means to beat the breast, it means to mourn, it means to weep, and it means to lament. In other words, that it's, uh, it's normally associated with deep, deep grief, the loss of something or someone very, very close to you, a loved one, um, somebody that you really have grown love, to love in a deep, deep way. And can I just throw, remind you that all of these emotions and all of these experiences are, are all part of, of, our, of life today. Um, nobody's exempt from them. We, we'll all lose in a deep, deep way people that we love through death or from them walking away from us. We'll lose possibly even churches that we love. Uh, we, 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 we're just... They're no longer with us. Um, and that can cause very, very deep grief, and no matter what the cause. But mourning is a natural part of, of life. Yes, it may be part linked to, to the fall of uh, Adam, uh, sin entering the world. Uh, but God wants, when we go through these times of mourning, not to allow, that we don't allow them to destroy us, to define us, to keep us locked into those areas of bondage and grief and walk around with long faces. Yes, there is a period, that a time to mourn, but there's also a time to, to, da to, to dance. And just remember this though, please, that when we go through times of mourning, 
<clears throat> God's still with us. You know, Psalm 23 tells us that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. So God's with us. Jesus said to, to us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, no matter where, what you go through. Uh, he's promised us that he'll never allow us to be tempted above what we're able to endure. All of these are the promises of God in our times of grief. And so while we may grieve for a period of time, we cannot let grief consume us, that we sink into it and stay there. I've got friends around the world that are living with broken hearts and not finding the, the grace that's available in Jesus for all of us. God allows us to go through these times and he says he'll comfort us. He's the God of all comfort who comforts us in, our, in, in all of these hard times. But out of that, he can make it work for his good and for our good and for the good of others in that we are able then to comfort others with the comfort which we ourselves receive, which you find out, see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 4 through to 6. So don't allow grief, no matter how deep the loss, to keep you in its, in its clutches. Let God deliver you, bring you to times of dancing, because there is a time for, for, to mourn and a time to dance. And that Hebrew word for dance, rakad, means to skip or to dance. It carries the thought of movement, bodily involvement, something like that man that was crippled that was at the beautiful gate when Peter and uh, John walked into the, 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 the uh, temple to worship God. It says this in Acts chapter 3, verse 5, when, when they said to him, we've got no silver, we've got no gold, but what we have, we, we'll give to you. And he, they take him by the hand, he lifted him up, and it says this, he jumped to his feet and he began to walk. And then he went into the temple courts, walking and leaping and praising God. God wants us to cooperate with him. And I believe that this can help us to come out of mourning when we just make the decision to say, God, I'm going to dance and I'm going to praise you. I'm going to let my whole being, body, soul and spirit just be involved in worship and praise and adoration, in joy and allowing you to work deeply in me so that it begins to just become my lifestyle again, to walk, praise and leap and dance before you. I remember times really when the churches would just break out in spontaneous walking, running, laughing, jumping for joy, uh, jumping off stages, waving flags, some people doing somersaults, just expressions of joy. And I, and I look and I see so many of those churches that used to experience all that have somehow just become so more conservative. Uh, Oh, I long just for God to break through and bring back to us those expressions of joy where we dance before God. You know, Psalm 149 and Psalm 150, they're full of those exhortations to use our bodies uh, to, to worship God. I'm going to ask you if you'll just turn with me quickly to, to those, those Psalms. Psalms 149, it says this, Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's like a... Come on, man. Praise God. And then it says, sing to the Lord a new song. 
Sing to the Lord a new song. Now, I love songs. I love singing. I love some of the great hymns. I love some of the songs we sing around today. But God says a new song, not just the songs we become familiar with. And very often I take some of the, the, of the, 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 the music, the, the, the tune, and I just put my own words to it and sing new songs to God. I do that sometimes lying on my bed, sitting here in my study, uh, sometimes when in the church. I, while others are singing other the words that are on the screen, I just began to break out and sing in my own my own words and sing in tongues and sing to the Lord a new song. I'm just I'm exhorting you, hoping I can encourage you. Sing His praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel, for us the children of God, let us rejoice in our Maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing. And make music to him with tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in this honor and sing, listen, even on their beds. Sing for joy in their beds. May the praise of God be in their mouth and a double-edged sword in their hands. So God's saying, while you're doing all of this, listen to what comes next. To inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples. To bind their kings and fet with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all, of all his saints. Praise the Lord. Now, to me, I understand that to be while we're singing God to God and rejoicing in God and raising our hands and dancing and clapping and doing all the things that God exhorts us to do, that God is able to inflict vengeance on the demonic powers, the rulers, the principalities. But even on, on national things, leadership, he can break fetters, free people, free nations eventually, if the church would rise up and be and do what God exhorts it to be and, to, and what God exhorts it to do. Moving on to Psalm 150, it says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with the sounding of the trumpets. Trumpets are one of my favorite musical instruments. Oh, I wish I could see more trumpeting in the body of Christ. Praise Him with the harp and the lyre. Praise Him with a tambourine and with dancing. Praise Him with the strings and flute. Praise Him with a clash of cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, folks, just a few comments before I move away from this now. There are times for gentle, gracious music, singing, just raising our hands. But there are also times when, we, when there's just this breakthrough of God, breaking out, moving upon us where it becomes loud, but it's not screaming. It's not trying to make something happen. It's coming out of the heart as we're responding to God. Ask God to help you to bring that back into your own life. And if you're in leadership in the church, that you would encourage the people by not making them feel bad, but just by your own example, the exhortation of Scripture, trusting the Holy Spirit, and if you're not a leader, just by your own example in the meetings, no matter how else others are doing things, that you give it all you've got in praising and worshipping God. 
And then we move on quickly. There's for the next verse says, there's a time to scatter, that scatter stones, and a time to gather. Now in scripture, stones have a few meanings. I'm just going to take one or two of those meanings, or three or four, maybe just touch them very briefly. The, the associations with stones, stones were often used in warfare. They stoned the city. Um, they sometimes pulled down the stones out of the walls of the city, and the city came down. Stones were also used where they, when they conquered in warfare, they would go and throw stones all over the fields that were fertile and make them so that they could no longer be, grow the crops. That, that uh, They just made them kind of neutralize them in a sense. Um, becoming unproductive is the word I was looking for. Now, before I move to the next one, stop for a moment and think about those areas in your church life or those areas possibly in your own life where there's stones that need to be removed, stones of unproductive practices. You've got to clear them out. There's a time to gather them. We'll come back to that in a moment. But every unproductive thing in your life and in the life of the church, we need to gather those stones and get rid of them. But stones are also used uh, not only in warfare like David did with when he... Uh, slew Goliath, he had just those five little stones and he killed Goliath with one of those stones, just he was dead. But stones are also used as foundation blocks. Uh, Paul tells us that we are under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we are living stones. And stones, like we as the living stones, are the wall of, the, of, of, of God's habitation. So find your place. Let God gather you to the place you, you belong in the wall, in, in, in the building that God is building, the church that Jesus is building, and asking us to cooperate and be part, uh, builders with him, co-laborers together with him. Um, but bearing this in mind that the cornerstone, the foundation, is Jesus Christ. And then stones are also used as memorials in the scripture. You remember that when they crossed the Jordan River, God said, go back in and take, pick up stones and make a memorial. You'll find Jacob and others in the, in the Old Testament, some of the patriarchs say, they use stones as to build altars as they move through into all of God's purposes in their life. Look back with memorial stones where you can thank God and say, oh God, look how you broke through there. Look at what you did in my life here, how you brought me through this thing. Have those memorial uh, stones in your life, but don't let them be where you, you're only living in the past thinking, look at that, but thanking God for his faithfulness in the past, looking to the future, moving on with a pilgrim heart, moving on, moving on, moving on. Now, a time to gather, gather stones, I've covered a few parts of what that means. But please, can I just say this again? I'm, I'm a little hesitant. Please look at your own life, not with the lenses of condemnation, but just saying, Lord, I really do want to remove from my life. I want to gather the stones that are in the way that are hindering 
the highway of the Lord for you to be able to do what you want to do in my life, with my life and through my life. Ask God to help you. We'll just finish off with this quick one, the next little one, because I'll just make it short. There's a time also, verse 5 says, to embrace and a time to refrain. Now, the the uses of the word embrace and refrain in the Bible, uh, I want to look at some of those things, the uses usages, so that they, we'll be able to understand its practical meanings. In the Bible, they embraced, there's a time to embrace, very often they embraced in friendship. When one believer saw met another, they embraced. Sometimes Paul even encouraged with, to, to, with a kiss. That was male and male, female, male with male. Uh, um, but it was a pure kiss. But it, it, embracing. You remember Laban, when he was greeting Jacob in Genesis 33, verse 4, you see he embraces him. Believers in Acts chapter 20, verse 37, and and Romans chapter 16, verse 16, are encouraged to embrace each other. But there's also, embracing in the scriptures can, can talk about intimacy, refer to intimacy in marriage. You can read Leviticus chapter 15, have a look at the Song of Solomon, and 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 3, uh, verses 3 to 5, there's a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain, even in the intimacy of marriage. There's a time also, we move on quickly, to embracing truth. We've got to embrace truth. And that time is this right now in our lives, to embrace all truth, to hold on to it, get it close to us. Not just like, oh, well, I'll hold it loose. Embrace it. There's a time to embrace what God is doing right now with our lives, in our lives, through our lives. But there's also a time to refrain, and I want to now close with that. We need to refrain from all sin, all compromise. Every bit of corruption, corrupt speech, corrupt behavior, corrupt thinking. You know, the scriptures warn us about even... Our, our foolish gesture, foolish joking, ridiculing people, refrain from anything that is not upbuilding. God will be with us. He'll give us great times. He, he loves us. He loves you. I don't know how to express to you how much God loves you. He loves his church. He loves his people. He loves sinners. Embrace everything God has for you. And please refrain from anything, even the appearance of evil. As I think it's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 or somewhere Paul says, even the appearance of evil. Please, in Jesus' name, hear my heart. Hear what God's trying to say to you. I believe he's pleading in a sense, saying, come on now, you can. You can do this. I'm for you. I'm with you. I'll help you. I'll strengthen you. My spirit's within you. He'll release the power to be everything I want you to be. Say yes to me. I believe that's what God's saying. So, Father, help me, help us, all that hear this, whether it's soon or over years to come, I pray that you'd 
help us to just respond from the heart and say, I'm yours, Lord. O Lamb of God, just as I am, I come. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Jesus, love